Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and New Year period. It's Wednesday, to, no, Thursday today. Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm back on solid foods now. Um, <laughs> I'm full of pizza and birthday cake. Oh, happy I'm, birthday. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I, was next I, week, but no, happy birthday. I felt a little Michael Scott there. <laughs> <laughs> So my uh, blood type has basically been quality street and gravy for the last yeah. week. So you know, mm, it's nice to eat normal. It mm. just they go together so well. I find though that the gravy does tend to melt the quality street. Yeah, you have to wait for it to cool off a little bit. You can't go straight <laughs> in for boiling hot gravy. Yeah. I mean, but it's nice to eat for you know cold gravy. But those people aren't worth talking to. So someone offered me a meal with chips the other day, and I nearly cried with joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, not another roast potato. Thank you, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back, <laughs> back to whatever version of normality we currently have. Um, let's see. Oh, a story about Bethesda pissing people off. Right, that yeah. is normality. Yep, this is it. <laughs> Straight back to the old shit again. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bethesda. Do, 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 I hate it do, when game do, companies do. do arrogant bullshit like this. Bethesda is unbanning modders from Fallout 76 if they write an essay in their support ticket as to why all third-party mods are bad. Yep. I hope that their essay was just go fuck yourself in 72-point font. I think, yeah. Well, 76-point. I think I'd Uh, just send them a picture of my balls. I think that's... Yeah, I think that would be fair. I think that would be fair. Um, yeah, so this people started, and uh, the, so the thing about this is, it's not just cheats that are being, you know, cheaters that are being uh, caught with this. It basically seems to be all detectable mods, which includes things like widescreen fixes or uh, reshaders or things that fix the fucking game because it's a Fallout game and it's a particularly buggy Fallout game and. Basically, since, you know, time in memoriam, Bethesda has essentially relied on the community to fix its games. And now they can't do that without then having to write a fucking essay on why mods are bad. I I just am wound up by a fucking company thinking they can talk to people like that, like writers in essay. Like at school. Yeah. Yeah. It's so patronizing and condescending and, and talking so oh. tone deaf, considering yeah. how badly they have handled everything. You know, you can, <laughs> you sort of have to build up a bar if you want to be cocky, you know, before you can activate your cockiness, you know, mode. They don't have that bar filled up. They can't afford to condescend to people because they have been the fuck ups so far. Absolutely. Absolutely. They they need to uh, get back in whatever. Yeah. Idiom. So, yeah, so this sort of, and this is particularly because they have said that, you know, there was lip service before the launch that mods would be allowed on 76, you know, in some capacity. But this is essentially the first... Uh, the first official sort of word on this has been to actually ban people who've been using them. So 
it I, seems like I, I don't think that any sort of official modding support will come to Fallout 76. And if it does, it's going to be pretty crippled. Is Fallout 76 so populated with players that they need to be banning people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. That's a good, tremendous that. point. You can't afford... Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, this uh, is the... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, this was like Trump. This is why Trump couldn't uh he couldn't condemn the Nazis <laughs> because they were a substantial part of his support group. Exactly. Yeah, Fallout 76 really shouldn't be shouldn't be turning anyone away at the door. Yeah. It it just maybe they need that though. Maybe that's part of the problem. There there actually are too many people playing it and it would help them out a lot from a server point of view if a lot of them would just pack it in. Uh, That'll be what they, what they'll say is that yeah we only intended this for like twelve people yeah you guys had to go and ruin it it reminds me the the episode of Alan Partridge when he doesn't get a second series and then finds frivolous reasons to sack everyone in the office rather than tell them yeah. that he didn't get a second it's like that it's like yeah. we need there to just be only twelve people playing this can we just tell them that no no we need a good reason oh they're cheating look. Your band and your band and every everyone at your old band. There you go. Just these twelve good people are left. There. Yes, you're the one. And ones, they you're say the... it works perfectly. We, yeah. Yes, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> it has a one hundred percent approval rating from its two players, who are the the mum and auntie of the of Todd Howard. That's how you do it. That's how you fix all your problems. Just make it so only Todd Howard can play it. Yeah. Problem sorted. Yeah. I, I did read a, a an interesting sort of article uh on and it sort of it, it summed up what Fallout 76 is and why it didn't work. It's uh it's considered uh an, funny enough, it's called an MVP. Minimum viable product. Right. And it's it's something that uh it's considered a great business model for small companies or you know, sort of startups. The idea is you release what is the minimum viable product. You get out a version of the thing which just works and does the minimum amount that it needs to do. And then from there, you use your sort of small community in order to test and fix and expand the product. And because you are a small, uh, you know, you are a small business and it's a small product, those people will support the changes that you make and they will be they will forgive the mistakes that you make. Whenever a big company does this with a big IP, it is disastrous. I I totally agree with you and think you're right. I have, however, thought of an exception to the rule that you're talking about. Which is? Because in the first part, you just described Apple. Pretty much, yeah. And that's and I think I still I'm not saying that to to try and counterpoint you or anything at all. Yeah, I just I just find it interesting that. Yeah, small companies and the absolute biggest of all companies can do that, but no one well, in between. I think Apple I get think away we, with it because they they do that. The cult of Apple. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I mean, Apple absolutely. Who issued a profits warning today, by the way. Um, yeah, I saw that. To this sort of, um, but as well, I think that what is more confusing about when these big companies do this is how many people it had to go through before it ended up yeah. on a public forum essentially and before the customers heard it mm. is where it's like a basement gig where it's like five of you someone yeah. can go can go and do this and it doesn't work and you can sort of understand why because there was kind of no 
it, it was basically entered in someone's brain and ended up on the internet. Whereas with Bethesda, imagine the chain of people oh, yeah. that this decision had to go through. Multiple companies. Multiple people, multiple companies, mo- many emails, legal departments, all these sort of things. And then for everyone to go, yes, 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 issue this statement. I mean, that it, is what really truly confuses me about these sort of things. It's interesting because when you look at it, when you think about it, uh, if because Fallout 76 launched and received the advertising budget and the sort of, you know, the marketing as if it was a big AAA release, and it was not. What's interesting is when if you go back, they did it right with Elder Scrolls Online. That wasn't a big, they, they, they released it sort of saying this is, you know, an ongoing thing. It's small. They didn't do a big marketing push. And that allowed them to sell this as an unpolished, non-final product. They didn't do that with 76. They pushed it as if it was a big final finished product. And uh, it was, it, I mean, far from it. <laughs> the, the comparisons were drawn between Fallout 76 and No Man's Sky. Um, yeah. And I have to say, No Man's Sky compared to Fallout 76 is fucking triple A when it launched. Because it, it worked. At least, you know, it was minimum viable and it was missing most of the features that they promised or at least, you know, said would be in it. But it at least worked. Whereas Fallout 76 didn't really and still struggles to. No. Uh, but again, the similarity there is that no Man's Sky was by a first-time developer who were suddenly who suddenly found themselves bought up and marketed by Sony. So again, there's what should have been a small, like early access product was being given fucking billboards on the side of, of freeways and had ads <coughs> voiced by Rutger Haar and starring Bill Bailey. Didn't you know? Didn't the same thing happen, arguably, to uh, We Happy Few? A little bit, yes. yeah. Because yeah. that that was a little sort of Kickstarter in whatever it was platform thing, and then it got picked up by somebody who went, "No, it will be a triple A game, and it will have collector's editions and ultimate editions and all of this, and we'll change all of it entirely and keep the name, and you do that by tomorrow." Thanks. And then Pretty it much, didn't yeah. work, and we were all, what went wrong? Well, I mean, it it came out, oh, <laughs> blimey, we talked about it about eight months ago, and it just sank without a trace. Kind well, of, yeah. yeah. beard. The, yeah, the reviews were what sort of, what little good there is is pretty outweighed by the bloat. Uh, yeah. And, and the boring. Has anything happened to fix any of it since it came out with that one? I don't know. I, no I think they, I think there was a couple from what because I was sort of trying to keep an eye on it after it came out, um, just for a, a couple of weeks, because I was sort of uh, popping on Xbox forums and stuff. And from what I can gather, there were sort of glitched achievements and some sort of sticky bits in it that didn't really work very well. Those were patched, and after that, radio silence. It's a shame too because the thing that I think uh, uh, grabbed everyone with We Happy Few, it, you know, wasn't even it wasn't the kind of game it was. It was. Just a beautiful sort of aesthetic and setting. Yeah, yeah, it, just, yeah. It, it was very. It's a very eye-catching uh, Is it IP. Fair to sort of describe it as one of those things that it's a bit of a curate's egg, and that it's um, sort of high concept, 
like because when we all saw that first kind of trailer and and that sort of thing and kind of what it actually entailed everyone was like wow it's so cool idea but after that they're kind of like shit now what do we do i did google really ever... egg, and yes i think yes yes absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thing that is partly good and partly bad isn't that everything well, I mean, from what I understand <laughs> of that phrase, it's that it, you know, it presents as something really cool, but when you yeah. get into it, it's like, oh, this is pretty shitty, actually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that that is an interesting thing because I think a lot of the big sort of publishers in the backlash against the big AAA games sort of gouging us for our fucking money, they've been trying to buy the little independent games and independent developers, but then tried to turn them into big AAA games, thus showing that they understand nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, because these indie developers would, in the sort of the natural, in the life cycle, if if We Happy Few had, had stayed in its, no, I don't want to say stayed in its lanes, that's mean, but, you know, had gone through the thing that's of it went good. out. Yeah, it's pretty fair. On, on Steam Greenlight, and it was in, it was in, you know, alpha for like, 18 months and all these things got battered out you know all these problems got ironed out kind of before you know a lot of people had heard about it or tried it if, if it kind of stayed there and then been re-released onto consoles i think people would yeah look at it much more fondly than than they do now of yeah, getting because... snatched up out of the blue when they were you know they was like we like this but yeah change everything about it please because it is the you know it's the both the the thing that people use to make fun of, uh, you know, early access uh, and stuff like that as well. You'll be lucky if it actually works. But that is kind of the point of it: is that early yes. access. It's not really supposed to work perfectly yet. The whole point, you know, and that's why early access cr- uh, crowds are more forgiving. Although, even if Fallout seventy six had been re- released in early access, I think people still would have been pretty pissed <laughs> well i think yeah i think like yeah, i think the thing that pisses people off about fallout 76 more than anything is that like you were saying that it was marketed and released as here is the next fallout game yeah. rather than the fallout games are over here but this is this side like like the elder scrolls online is here's this side piece that you can sort of go and play with and we'll we'll change it and things will update constantly but you know here's this playground like, to go and play in while we make fallout 5 it's like it's like far cry blood dragon uh primal yeah. the, primal, the next yeah. one they're you know they're the little side projects that keep things ticking over while the next big thing is worked on, I kind of I kind of compare it to music in that you know when you have yeah, bands, be, and, yeah. you know every 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 two or three years you want a new album from that band, and obviously the band is like, oh, we want to do something different. For me, you're different. You, you want to make an experimental thing, fine. Don't release it as an album. If you release an album, I want your music. If you want make experimental shit, that's what EPs are for. Yeah, that's what SoundCloud is for. <laughs> Don't do it in your actual re- album release timeline. If you see what I mean. As someone who's been burned by many of bands that she likes releasing shitty experimental albums. <laughs> yeah. So that's Fallout 76. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Bethesda, uh, well, not Bethesda, but Xenomax, their parent company, they've uh, been found this week to have trademarked the term Deathloop, which I don't think people got excited thinking that was a new game. I think that that's just a term they've, they're using for internal reviews. <laughs> yeah. that's what we call fallout 76 now yeah it's like yeah. it's very much the omni shambles of uh, the of an internal review yeah when things go so badly you need to trademark your own word for it yeah absolutely 
I mean, I'm sure, I, I'm pretty sure that's just a word that, that's Xenomax. They've heard someone over in, they've heard Todd Howard screaming the word death loop in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought, oh, actually, that's quite good. We should that's go with just, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we have uh, any actual knowledge about what it may or may not be? No. no. Ivan? No, it's a uh, standard character mark, Xenomax. Trademark, service mark. Yeah, no, it's just, um, it's a word they own now. <laughs> the I mean, is- I think as well, people get to kind of get too a bit excited about when big companies copyright things because they do it all the time. So if someone's had an idea, essentially, oh, yeah. or it's a, a vague concept, they will just copyright everything to do with it ASAP. That, yeah. you know, if the person who thought of that goes somewhere else to another company, they can't just take that with them. You know, lots of reasons why. So they want to like have their www.deathloop.com before everyone else so there i think there's tons of stuff that gets copyrighted and never turns into anything so you know yeah and there's just there's people who are keeping an eye on everything that bethesda nintendo microsoft especially bethesda Bethesda in in in, you know in terms of recent history um and and anything if you fuck up on this level um, every, everything you subsequently do is going to come under scrutiny so i'm sure that there's numerous hot take uh people you know people on youtube going this is gonna be some fucking disaster from bethesda like mate i haven't done anything with it yet yeah. we've done is copyright a name and that's it so we'll see yeah so anyway speaking of things that are being really going well over christmas let's talk about the <laughs> playstation classic this shocked me this shocked me when i saw how much it had dropped do you know what it hasn't shocked me and i'll tell you why in a minute but okay playstation classic spotted at 24 pound 50 in tesco yeah in mary hell uh it will be all tesco's uh if they've got any left now because this kind of thing does cause people to jump on stuff Um, yeah and tesco are known for doing the occasional odd thing, don't forget. I got those uh, Switch yeah. Joy-Cons for 39 Yeah, the Joy-Cons, quid. yeah. That's right. And I was wish to God I'd either got two boxes or kept them now, because I really need some more, and they're like... You could have fucking sold them. <laughs> you could have made a profit on that. I did sell them and make a profit on it. Oh, right. Okay. But that was months that's ago. That's the point. He wish he had them. Yeah. But, I, I mean, that's kind of the reason why I put it in the Slack channel, because I thought maybe one of you two would want to jump on that for, tw- for, for the sake of 25 quid. But I think the reason why it shocked me was because I thought... Surely they won't cut this until the New Year sales. I mean, if I if I put that article in there today, I'd be like, well, New Year's mm. and it hasn't sold. They want to shift units. But this, I think, I put this in our Slack channel like days before Christmas. It was like the twenty, like twenty third or something. I put I put it in there. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so that's why it kind of like took me aback. So I thought, okay, maybe a twenty quid discount. You know, eighty quid down to fifty, something like that. But for it to be basically two thirds off at that well, stage. It did go uh, pretty quickly, like before Christmas. Um, and this isn't even the sale price. It's dropped. You can get one for 50 quid on Amazon now. And that's not sale price. That's sort of regular price. So they did cut it, you know, pretty significantly. But yeah, that down to 25 quid. I was like, fuck me. It's just a shame because we don't have a Tesco close to us. That's, that's the, I mean, I know that Tesco, I want to do sort of odd things occasionally. I mean, I did wonder if it was just maybe that store. Like if they had a lot of units like someone at corporate said i'll just cut them and get rid of them sort of thing but um so you think it'd be at all tesco's in risk well it'd be that when, price. when they did the joy-con thing that was all of them it was certainly all right. of the ones near us because i drove around two or three of them trying to find some that were still there 
and they all knew what I was talking about. They just didn't have the, the stock in because obviously that was something worth buying. Yeah. Um, so there may still be PlayStation classics on the shelves at this price. Maybe they were, you know, this before Christmas, maybe they were doing it as a loss leader for their turkeys because fuck me, Tesco, <laughs> we, we looked into before Christmas, uh, you know, at, at booking our turkey as you do. Mm-hmm. And like we were like, well, Tesco will probably be, you know, cheap and easy to get hold of. And it was like 45 quid for a fucking Oof. turkey ground. And we went on. Yeah. M&S was like half the price. That's that's not the way around it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. We were able to get one at, at M&S for 25. And it was like this Tesco. What are you, what 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 are your turkeys charging? I mean, <laughs> you need to find yourself some less picky turkeys. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, especially since they're turkeys, they're not even chicken. You know, a yeah. lot of people don't like them. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, as the animal. But this. So maybe that's yeah. That's the this is the loss leader for Tesco's turkeys. Maybe so. I think it's. A victim of two things. I think, first of all, it's a bit shit, right? This is not like the SNES and NES classics that came out at all, which were nice things. This is this is not that nice a thing. The sole thing, the sole thing that make, makes me wanted is the object, the tiny little PlayStation. Yeah. So, I mean, is that is for twenty five quid? Could you just have the object, you know, just unscrew it and put your own thing in it? And oh, that's what I, I don't. I don't yeah. care enough for twenty five quid. I'd rather spend twenty five okay. quid on like actual games. A game, yeah. Oh, I did see something you know, horrible though on YouTube. There was a fucking well, we've video. We've all seen with, something horrible on YouTube. We've all seen like, but this, this yeah. uh, particularly, you know, I'm I'm desensitized to most of that stuff. But this just it hurt me. It was a it was a video, you know, putting a Raspberry Pi inside. Uh, a PlayStation Classic, and I thought, oh, okay, fair enough, I'll watch that. The guy opened up his SNES Classic, and instead of removing the circuitry for the PlayStation Classic, he cut the circuit board in half so that he could fit a Raspberry Pi in it. Not bad. That and the, the comments, the comments, there were two groups of comments. There was the people who had no idea about, you know, modding consoles who were like, I have no idea what you just did, but it looks super cool. And then there was everyone else who thought, this is a stupid idea, and you've <laughs> done it horribly. Yeah. So uh, do you feel like maybe Tesco, uh, you know, whoever buy, you know, the buyers for Tesco, people who do their electronics department. Scum. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. The, oh, Tesco, you mean people who buy stuff for Tesco? For Tesco, yes. Stuff. From Tesco. From te- okay. Yeah, people buy stuff for Tesco's. We were working their head office. Um, you know, saw how well the you yeah. know the the NES Mini sold and thought, well, we'll get on that. Yeah. And now they've got a bazillion units, I, and yeah. they need yeah. to get rid of them. I, I think there was every reason to have expected this to be a good product. Yeah. B- before we knew what it actually turned out to be, because yeah, I mean, they looked at you know, the, so they. They, how, they how, would have had to buy it sort of without specs. So, you know, someone just said, here it is. You want e- it. Even on spec, it's actually, it sounds good. Mm. Um, it just turned just out it wasn't. They really did screw it up. <laughs> and, and as you know, retail is about physical volume and space. And these are yes. big boxes of stuff that they can't sell at much of a profit, if at a profit at all. So get yeah. it the fuck out of there. 
I think the twenty four pound fifty might be at cost. I mean, literally, that's what maybe, maybe that, so. What Tesco paid for each unit is essentially maybe twenty quid. So that is just get it out of here. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's yeah. that they are taking up a lot of space, and that mm. is space that can be filled up by something that people will actually buy. So yeah. th- that's going to be Tesco's priority in that in that situation. Uh, I think you know it, it. The game selection on it shit. That's part of its its problem that. Even at twenty five quid, I I really do own most of the the games on it. I certainly own all the games that are on it that you'd get it for. Yeah, which is a small a small chunk. Yeah, yeah. it's about five of them. Yeah. Um, and I've got a PlayStation One there with those games, so I I would really be pissing away twenty five quid so mm. much. And it, even if I wanted to play the other games that are on it, it would be better served to spend that money on original copies of those games to play on my, oh, yeah, on my existing PlayStation. Especially or, considering, as we learned, the emulation uh, on board the, the PlayStation Classic, not great. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. It doesn't yeah. really play PlayStation games all that well. No. And in fact, what, what? yeah, don't we have the... Yeah, we have the next story. <laughs> SNES Classic hacked and runs PlayStation games better than the PlayStation Classic does. Like, yep. really? And this is all assuming you're not going to do it on your PC or on your Mac or on your 30 quid Raspberry Pi or any other number of small computers. So this is really weird because remember that people sort of piled on a little bit on the PlayStation Classic because Sony, rather than doing what Nintendo did and building their own emulator, Sony just licensed a third-party emulator. And I, I defended that because I thought, well, better than using something which works and has been developed for many years than pouring money into developing their own version of that which will maybe be as good yeah as that and yet somehow they've managed to license the 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 version of the emulator they've licensed they've somehow managed to make it run worse than it would on any other hardware which is a a good a good move on that part well done yeah (laughs) hi how did they manage this? I, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's, yeah. So people, obviously that, you know, people have cracked the, uh, the SNES and NES cl- uh, minis because those are essentially the same console long ago. And to the point where they've got other emulators running on them and yeah, they dropped in some, uh, so some, uh, some of the ROMs from the PlayStation classic and the games run more smoothly, more consistently. Uh, there's less frame drops. It just, very strange it really is um, yeah are there any sort of and now I don't think there are uh, third party consoles that play playstation games there aren't any really for the CD based consoles are there they all stop no. at the, the cartridge ones yeah pretty like much your, your retron 5s and the like yeah oh, I feel like there was one on kickstarter a while ago that was going to be like for CD based consoles and it'd play all your CD based games that you had. Oh, I, could, I, I can't remember. I did see uh, there was a video on YouTube lately. Of, uh, it's it's sort of a it's a prototype at the minute, but it's basically for it allows you to load uh, your PlayStation games from an SD card rather than from the disc. Yeah. 
which improves, you know, uh, load times. It, and it pl- the thing is, it, it uses the the same thing that chipped PlayStations did, you know, the parallel port on the back. Yeah. You would plug a little thing into that, and that was how, you know, uh, uh, people managed to get uh, hacked PlayStation games running back in the day. It uses the same thing, but it it, it means you don't have to put the disc in. And it, it sort of bypasses, you know, all the security protection, uh, like those old things do, just to load up the game. Um, I have no idea why I started talking about this, but um, here we are, and I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Shall I move on to the next thing, which is also nice. kind of related? Uh, I actually wanted to make a sound effect that was related to this story, <laughs> and it, it was going to be of a man laughing furiously and then a thump noise as his cock falls off, because that was the sound in Phil Spencer's house when this news story broke. <laughs> i mean i can hear it <laughs> you, you can you can imagine it it's like he probably laughed his cock off quite literally because retro arc emulator is going to be on xbox one now i don't know what you think that does to the value proposition of an xbox one but i think it sends it through the fucking roof yeah as, um, as, as an owner of an xbox one this is quite exciting <laughs> news for me yeah yep. um <laughs> Because we're basically now saying that if you're a little, not even really a little bit brave, just like open to the idea of doing something with your technology that isn't necessarily what it was straight out intended for you to do with it, then you're going to get to be able to play pretty much every game there's ever been throughout history on your fucking Xbox. Now, there's no way that Microsoft could do that. I mean, they could do that. Obviously, they could they could make RetroArch be on the the Xbox tomorrow. That's fine. But then the same thing that would happen to them that is happening to Soldier Boy, and we'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> and I guarantee he, he, he did. And I would guarantee that when Microsoft was the target of that lawsuit, it would be for a lot more money than Soldier mm. Boy has ever yeah. dreamed of. Actually, uh, so obviously Microsoft can't do this but they can't stop other people from doing it. And I think it's brilliant. <laughs> and I- This was the thing that amazed me about this story is I, I was kind of baffled when I heard that RetroArch is coming to the, you know, the Xbox one. I was like, huh? Well, I mean, if you're willing to like mod your console, I'm sure maybe it is. I had no idea that the, uh, it was so easy on the Xbox one to sideload any yeah. programs that you want. It turns out all you need to do is, um, you need to enable developer mode, which is in the console's, you know, settings. It, it costs you like what, what is it, twenty dollars? Yeah. For a license, and then you can sideload any software you want onto the console. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, How had yeah. I not heard about that before? Because that's that's you know, Android lets you do that. You know, I've sideloaded apps in Android before, and you know, it, you don't have to pay for it there. It's you know, just built into the device but i this is the first console i've heard of that legitimately allowed you to sideload any you know your own software and it i it did it, it did suddenly remind me the back during the xbox one like before its initial release they did actually mention it, this was going to be for uh, developers instead of having to request a development development unit from microsoft to develop your own games they said no you'll just every xbox one will be its own development unit. You just need to activate it and get a, a license. Yeah, which in and, itself is a good idea, 
Which is a great idea. Well, it's a damn, it's a cheap way. I mean, if you're just like an indie developer, even a brand new Xbox, but a bog standard Xbox One, if it will do it, rather than an S or an X, I mean, they're about 200 bucks now. Yeah. And that's a fuck of a lot cheaper than nearly any other sort of thing you want to develop a game on. So, yeah. And and in all honesty, this really is the stuff that leads on to a kid thinking, can I do that? Really? Exactly. Um, Yeah. And then before you know it, you've got like theme park or something. It's why exactly. I mean, it's sort of like um, Spectrums and Commodores were back in the day here. I mean, you you know, they're affordable and a kid in a bedroom can knock together a game and it can sell. Yes. Why we've got Codemasters. (laughs) <laughs> exactly it's why we got so many develop you know of the big developers started as bedroom developers and you know now they are industry leaders so i you know whenever i heard about it i thought oh, that, that's that's a cool thing i had no idea that it, you know i didn't think that it would lead to opening up the console to being to running emulators this is really cool it really is and it really makes is. Me kind of want an xbox <laughs> well, really? like I say, I think probably a used bog standard Xbox One, if this does go ahead as they're saying it might. I mean, as I say, I think probably about two hundred quid now. If you get on second hand, probably even cheaper. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, let, let's go the easier route. If anyone listening has got about twenty, thirty grand lying around that you just mm-hmm. don't know what to do with, we've got some great ideas of what we would do with it. I think abduction so, deal. I, just... Someone in the, someone in this country won the Euro Millions, and that's one hundred fifteen million quid. I think it was. So they can spare us thirty grand. Yeah. So yeah. what if if you won one hundred fourteen million and you spent you just gave us a million to buy games with and uh, an Xbox? I mean, if you've got the one hundred thirteen, that must be an annoying. An annoying number. Just round it down. Yes. And to paraphrase <laughs> the Sean Connery now. in Entrapment, what are you going to do with 115 million that you can't do with 114 million? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except he was better looking than me and said it to Catherine Zeta-Jones. So. Who is also better film. looking than you. Who is also better looking? Yeah. It wasn't a I great also film. get the film, yeah. and yet... Something about it. it I don't know why. Her, it had her bottom in it. That was what it was about. And that's in the trailer, everybody. So just watch that. Really. <laughs> and that line where Sean Connery says, what are you going to do with $7 million that you, so $8, million, $8 billion that you can't do with seven? You know, like, yeah, fair point. So give me a billion dollars. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, there might be more reasons to get an Xbox One. Yeah. This is frustrating because I thought, if I got an Xbox... I'd want it to be an X. Yeah. And not just through yeah. my own, like, oh, I just want the best one. I mean, like, unless it's an X, what's the point in me getting one kind of thing? And yeah. and so that's it. But kind of now, for reasons, I've started kind of wanting a PS4 Pro. Which, <laughs> Well, I mean, as well with the X, I think to get the most out of it, you need a new telly as well. So you have that new, that sort of added... Well, Plus don't think I don't know that. Emma. Don't <laughs> think I don't know that. Because then the conversation, the conversation becomes, well, if I'm going to have an X, I might as well have a new telly. And this is how you end up spending a thousand pound that you didn't. Well, this is what happens got. if you feed crumbs to a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't worry. The top item on my Amazon wish list is a Samsung 49-inch 4K Ultra HD HDR Smart TV. There. They're remarkably not a lot of money, you know. I just, I sorry, I just entered in. I, I wanted to see what the exact name of that little fable was, so I entered in "Don't feed" into Google's auto oh. into the search box. <laughs> so we've got "Don't feed the monkeys, the bears, the trolls, the freaks," and then Phil. 
Phil, what's Phil John done? I'm surprised, Phil. That, I'm surprised Gremlins didn't turn up on that list. I've got, I was thinking that too, but don't feed Phil. I've got Don't Feed Me Cat Collar. Okay. Well, okay, I'm going to try this and see if and people, what, don't what I don't feed the plants. I do also have monkeys and trolls and bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay, don't. <laughs> I don't know what Don't Feed Me Cat Collar is. Well, Don't Feed the Trolls, Bears, Ducks, Bread, the Animals, yeah, right. or the Plants Lyrics. Oh, it's a cat collar that says Don't Feed Me. Oh. oh, I need one of those for Jasmine. <laughs> it's right. It's not an instruction to not feed me Save a cat actually. collar. It's a cat yeah. collar that's that makes much more sense. It's like no one's trying to feed me cat collar. That's a weird thing to feed me. Mm-hmm. Be all leathery. Mm. And would it need to have been worn by a cat, or is it enough that it was made as a cat collar? Well, then you're getting philosophy. You know, if it was de- designed for a cat but wasn't worn by a cat. Is yeah. it a cat? Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the ship of Theseus for the 21st century. Yeah. Maybe you have to go to M&S for the ones that are actually worn by a cat, but Tesco do a sort of... Mm. A cat slept near these ones. Or well, they charge you £45 for one, whereas actually yeah. if you went to M&S, it's much cheaper. Mm. <laughs> anyway, gaming news, what have we got now? Oh, yeah, Soldier Boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement boy, more like. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Well, this was, was inevitable, wasn't it? It was inevitable. This is a beautiful sound that I'm being said that we're being treated to. It's just wonderful. It's it's just so wonderful. For those of you who uh, might remember, uh, rapper Soldier Boy was selling some dodgy knockoff Chinese consoles that he's got off Alibaba.com. On I mean, his he website. really was just a reseller for these. You know, yeah. <clears throat> these games feature. Literally thousands of stolen games. And yeah, these, look, this goes beyond far, far beyond your debate into like file sharing and all of that shit. This, I'm going to class these as just outright stolen games. This is somebody just taking something they don't own and selling it. That's, that's making money off stolen shit. And he was, he spent a good couple of weeks, I think, being all like Nintendo can get to fuck. I, I'll do what I want, and then that was that was the best part of it. There, there was so much fashion yeah. Freuder in that he was just chatting shit on Twitter to so such a degree of all these people going, "You are going to go to jail. Do you understand what you're doing? It's a felony." <laughs> he was like, "No, no, no," and he's had to eat a lot of crow in the last couple of days. Yeah, because uh, I think Uncle Reggie saw what he was doing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, Uncle Reggie, don't fucking play. <laughs> yeah, he he don't play. He turned up with that baseball bat with the barbed wire he's got, uh, and uh, had a couple of words. And now Soldier Boy ain't selling those consoles no more. Soldier Boy <laughs> had to boss up because he didn't have a choice. In his own words. On uh-huh. December 29th, 2018. So uh, if you do want one of these nasty, cheap knockoff consoles, you can still get them. They just take six to eight weeks for delivery from China. but And will be a fraction of the fucking yeah, price. And a fraction of because the price. Because here's the thing. These, you know, these knockoff third-party, you know, uh, emulation machines, one of the, th- the reasons they can get away with this is because they basically don't rely on, like, their own brand recognition. They'll stick any old name on the box. Yeah. Whereas Soldier Boy was selling these specifically because he's Soldier Boy, thus drawing massive fucking attention to the fact that he was doing this. 
Plus, the, there is, uh, I think, a massive difference between being a Chinese person in China, selling them from China, and being an American person in America, getting them from China and then selling them to Americans. Uh, you know, I, th I think that's what the massive difference is, especially from Nintendo's point of view. Um, I don't think a non-Chinese company has a hope in fucking hell of suing a Chinese company for copyright infringement. Mm. Well, I, especially I just, not in the current climate yeah. of uh, trade war between America and China. I don't think that uh, um, you know you, these, these gonna, things are going through very well. We're going to sell the best knockoff consoles. <laughs> They're going to be, be tremendous. We're going to build a war. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Could you imagine? I imagine. Yeah. If <laughs> this is the thing, Soldier Boy doesn't have the the sort of the clout to shut down the fucking government because Nintendo won't let him sell his consoles. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, he had to boss up because he didn't have a choice. So well done there, soldier boy. I hope you lost a massive amount of money on that. I really do. I'm sorry. I just you were well, just no, such I mean, an asshole about it that th yeah, this is were. funny. That's that's the problem. Just clicking on his Twitter to see if he said anything. In this world you either crank that soldier boy or it cranks you. He really so does right. it. He's so right. He really is. I, I don't think you should use the name of your one hit single as a to modify an analogy that already exists. Three hours ago, don't fold when the game tests you. I mean, well, does that mean he's coming back? Yeah, when you've literally back. had to fucking back down from selling games consoles. Well, I think people are getting wise to this thing. You know, like um, I'm sure the Dollar Shave Club does this, and like some of the people who sell watches cheaply, that they're basically just chinese knockoffs with someone else's branding on them i think people are getting more and more wise to this i don't want to say it's not a scam I mean, it's um you know this otherwise fuck what's not important that's pretty much i only ever well, fuck on important things because if you fuck important things people will ask you very politely but firmly to stop fucking stop. Yeah. i think you should just we draw into the normal wrapper modes of of commerce like shoes and and jewelry and other such sundries rather than um secure the bag and mind your business yeah that's right yeah if so, we go and do it do it right i think i might be massively into soldier boy no nobody is um if we can't if we can't help each other grow then we must let each other go he's an all he or nothing kind that. of guy isn't he? he really is yeah does someone else write his tweet is it a thing like you know, you can tell the difference between tweets that Donald Trump wrote and the ones that other people wrote for him. Is this sort of the thing as the ones that he had to he had to uh, bag up and or whatever was actually him? And the sort of pithy ad hominems of someone else, like his mum or um, <laughs> you know his his publicist. Yeah, they do sound like so. Yeah, these are like Facebook posts of you know motivational post posters. Literally, they, the only thing that's missing is a picture of a minion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And yet his his fashion sense is far worse than any minion I've ever seen. Say what you like about the minions, they were they were pretty dapper. I, I love the blue dungaree look. It's yeah, the blue dungaree. I mean straight out of prisoner cell block H. Uh yeah, I was just gonna say straight out of come on Eileen, but yeah. We yeah, have different too. references. Don't yeah. remind me of Dex's Midnight Runners, I'm in a good mood. So <laughs> and that song. So uh I love that song. It's genuinely one of my feel good hits. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to like it if I ever get in charge then. 
Okay. Sorry. So, uh, in this country, apparently, a man's been arrested over selling modded Switches. Yeah. Nintendo Switches, not light Switches or any other kind. Um, Now, the answer that the police give about all of this in their statement about it is utter bullshit. Yep. Uh, if you buy a gaming console that gives illegal access to pirated content, I don't know why the police officer has that voice. If you buy a gaming console that gives illegal pirated content, you could be exposed to malware and identity crime. I think that the uh, the, the police officers who speak with that voice, they're the ones who still have the sort of rounded helmets. They do, with yes. With the little flare I'm, on them. I'm humming the bill uh, <laughs> theme tune in the back of my mind as you speak. <laughs> now then, what what the police officer has said there, I will accept as technically true, if we were talking about say PC games, but yes. we're, we're we're not. You're not getting identity theft on a modded switch. That's no. that that's not happening. Uh, and as for malware, I don't know what that form would be. On a, again, on a Nintendo's. I totally understand what it would be if you downloaded um, a PC game off Pirate um, Bay. Mario's <laughs> asking what your maiden name is. <laughs> <laughs> no, Luigi wants to know what my first pet was called. <laughs> is this sort of a thing like, you know, the old kids among us will remember back in the day when VHS, well, when home video was... was, <laughs> was destroying the was movie destroying industry. the film industry. But I mean, like the police would raid... Yeah, uh, video shops for you know video nasties and other such bollocks, um, and the person who was responsible would just sort of get a telling off and you know a bit of a slap on the wrist, and then well, the copper right. would say like you know the videos will give your eyeballs AIDS or something like that, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> or some other st- bollocks to stop you buying things from people <laughs> down the pub. Um, is this sort of the twenty first century version of that? Or that is yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. they let him go. They let yeah. the guy go. They give him. And he's not doing hard caution. time for this, is he? <laughs> no, no, he's not. Although I'm pretty sure Nintendo, you know, behind the scenes would have been pushing for fucking castration. Oh, sure, they would have, have wanted lethal injection for this poor bugger. Yeah. But um, yeah, just kind of a talk, a, a, a telling off, and uh, yeah. off you go. And like you say, another part of it was uh, that doesn't quite follow suit. Sorry, <clears throat> if you're looking to buy a Nintendo console at Christmas, make sure you know who you're buying from. Otherwise, you could get more than you bargained for. These weren't being sold as if they were not modded switches. Exactly. Nobody, nobody <laughs> buys a switch, mods it, and then surreptitiously puts it back on the shelf. <laughs> I mean, because no, the funny thing these is... These are being sold right, to people who know exactly what they're getting. They're buying. Exactly. They but that. Um, I think that what they might be referring to as well is when I was... Um, uh, we've got a little shopping centre sort of around the corner from us. Ooh, get you. And, <laughs> and as I as I have like in the middle of the shopping centre, sort of between the main actual established shops, sometimes they have like the little sort uh, of stalls, yeah. one of those things where they just kind of, they have people who buy a little space and then sell stuff yeah. just from the middle. And Used to sell lighters. Are, yeah. yeah, lighters and fidget spinners and, Batteries. you know, whatever is cool. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, there was someone there selling um, SNES minis, Right, but it was the ones that have six hundred and fifty games on them. Yeah. So, are they talking about people who do that, or is are we worried about people who just mod modern consoles? Oh, in in this case, this was modded modern consoles. Yeah, Yeah, this was. But are the police quite happy for someone to go and sell a modded SNES, which is like you know, with telly showing you all the games that it plays, and it's a SNES Mini? 
with more games put on it. There is so much inconsistency with this stuff. It's yeah. difficult to know. I mean, who was it? I think I saw, oh, I want to say Techmeme, but it wasn't. Techmoan on YouTube yes. this week yeah. saying, look, I bought this off Amazon. In yeah, the we UK, watched that as well. Yeah. Sold and fulfilled by Amazon's UK warehouse. How are they doing this legally? And the answer is they fucking aren't, mate. They, they aren't. It's no more legal for them than it was for Soldier Boy. It's just no one's fucking with Amazon. And, yeah. al- and also, I, I don't know that they're pushing them really as that thing. And they've maybe got a bit of an argument with the Amazon Marketplace stuff I, that covers them a bit. I don't know. But yeah, I'm they- sure that if you're if you're selling something through the Amazon Marketplace, I'm sure there is some, you know, waiver as you sign up that says that you accept all liability. Yeah. You know, for whatever you sell. Because like if if eBay went down for everything dodgy that was sold on eBay oh, on a worldwide Christ. basis, yeah. that, I mean the that, shit I've bought off. <laughs> yeah, they, they'd be done for years ago. So there must be something. I, I would imagine it's similar to whatever protects YouTube from being liable for everything that's put on YouTube. You yeah, know, something similar. It's kind of the too big to feel. Thing. <laughs> yeah it's bit. kind of the same energy of like um when i when i worked in the city or not in the city but sort of in the suburbs and stuff and when pirate dvds were really a thing <laughs> and obviously you know you'd be sitting in the pub and someone would try and sell you pirate dvds and in in sort of our area of london what they do is they come and stand outside the branch and they just have a bed sheet and the guy would literally just turn up sort of get off the bus turn up put the sheet out throw a load of dvds on it everyone would sort of come and he'd sell as many as he could as soon as he saw the old bill just walk away from it yeah, just leave them there because you know if they if if he hasn't got them on him they can't arrest him, um, and you know <laughs> yeah. but they it used to be all over the place like in Leighton where we used to live there were people walking around with bags full of them like two big bags and as you walk down the street they go you know this is what I've got do you want anything and like say any glimpse of the old bill they just dump the bag and walk. It's because it's it was also fucking cheap to make as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if, yeah. yeah. If they sell you a, a hooky movie for a fiver, that's four pound eighty five profit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so leave the bag there. Who gives well, a exactly. shit? I, mean, I did wonder if, like, when I was walking past, they're the, actually the probably guy losing more money on the bag. This was why your guy yeah. was, was so canny. He was using a bed sheet. Yes. Not even the cost of a rucksack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I we mean, know I how expensive wonder... canvas bags are these days. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did wonder, when I was walking past this guy who was selling these modded SNES minis, I did wonder if, like, the old Bill would walk by and he would just, you know, I'd, walk, I'd turn around and he'd be running to the car park, just leave all his gear there. <laughs> they probably rely on the fact that, I mean, and this is not to speak down to the uh, the Metropolitan Police or whoever the fuck else, the local police force, but, you know, a, a knockoff DVD, they could probably spot that. Yeah. A knockoff SNES Mini, more it difficult, for the, more, you know, it, it requires it a, bit, a little more, more knowledge. Yeah. Re- and yeah. Just a little bit, you know, extra level of knowledge. They probably wouldn't know that, a, you know, a SNES Mini is, you know, that a SNES Mini shouldn't have 600 games on it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this dude was just selling modded switches, which going to land you in trouble. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no real sympathy <laughs> for the guy, but, you know, on the other hand, the police's statements are kind of oh, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, it definitely reminded me of the old VHS days and all Piracy that, you know, the is home, not a victimless home crime. taping. 
home taping is you know uh, killing the music industry or every time you turn a dvd on it's like you're funding terrorism oh please i know like we were tapes killed the music industry and i'm there like i'm taping things as fast as i can and the fuckers are still there who was it what (laughs) who was it uh had they had it printed on the cassettes uh piracy is killing the music industry we've left this side of the tape blank so you can help oh god who was that oh was that i know oh bugger I don't remember. Oh, I, I want to say either a metal band or Radiohead. I don't think it was Radiohead. Was it KLF? Hold on. On one cassette, Dead Kennedys, in God We Trust. Home taping is killing the record industry profits. We've left this side. Blank, so you can help. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Nice move. Arguably, the only reason to have a modded Switch is to play pirated games. Yeah. There is but is, I, I do think it's... I do oh, think I'm it's sure they have... it's Nintendo as well. Because yeah. I remember back in the day, you had to... I mean, if you had a 360, you had a modded 360. Uh, everyone knew somebody who had one. No, no. No, but yeah. everyone knew somebody who could do it for you, like some some bloke's cousin or some, you know, can do this, do that with it. But, um, you know, you didn't hear any of anyone going to prison over it or going to the, the old bill over it. They, I do think it's purely because it's Nintendo. Yeah, they, they did do mass bannings on Xbox Live, yeah. which was certainly enough to put me off forever. Um, but, the, but, you know, a policeman didn't come to your door about oh God, it, is no, what I'm saying. No, yeah, this that's a very Nintendo thing. So finally tonight, uh, The Walking Dead final season will only be purchasable on PC on the Epic Games Store. But Rich, what do I do if I've already bought it on the Xbox or PlayStation Store? Do so I go fuck it. myself? No, you'll you'll still you'll still get it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they're fulfilling those orders. So it's just a it's a weird thing, you know, a game going exclusive halfway through its launch after yeah. almost being cancelled. So, yeah, this is another thing that the Epic Game Store have snapped up, you, you know. And I don't think they have, like, the previous seasons on there. The Epic Game Store is still pretty bare bones at the moment. Um, but, yeah, if you want, if you haven't already purchased the, the final season, uh, then you will have to buy it on the Epic Game Store, which irritates me because it means it, it, it fragments your collection. I'm starting... It's not all on the one thing, you know. I'm starting to hear some slightly eyebrow-raising stuff about the Epic Games Store. Really? Yeah. Like uh, the requirement of an always-on connection and doubts as to where data from that always-on connection is going. Right. Um, well, they've got it up on the store page already, coming soon, the final season. So you can't buy it yet, even though the first you know, few episodes are... Out. I'm trying Which to... leads me to wonder: Will you be getting the first two episodes? You must. Me? No, no. The when you buy the final season, yeah, when you buy the final season on the Epic Game Store, you. I'm guessing that that means you'll get the first two episodes that are already open or already available, and then the third episode. They wouldn't just do it so that you were starting from the third episode, and if you wanted the first two episodes, you had to go back on Steam. Right. That would be silly. 
I'm trying to find what I read the other day, and it was something about Epic Games developers feeling sick about what the game store actually was or something. Right. And I can't find it now. Hmm. Um, well, that's, you know, what that is, Rich, that's proof, because that's Epic, with they, their connections, have silenced that. Yeah, they have. They have this. Mm-hmm. It was China, and the aliens have silenced that. Yep. yep. And and whoever the smoking man is on the X-Files, him as well. Mm-hmm. I still call him a cancer man. That was all he wrong. was ever known as. No, I think that's all he was ever known as, right through to the, like, the last ones. But... The episode about him is called Musings of Cigarette Smoking Man. See, there you go. No internal consistency. That's the X-Files for you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I will look, I'll look out for more of this stuff, because I think right. if, it, if there is anything to it, then it's probably worth talking about it on a gaming news show, of all places. But if probably. I can't find anything, then... We uh, kind of, yeah, we kind of require some sort of a source. Otherwise, we're a gaming speculation show. I mean, we wouldn't want to do that now, would we? Exactly. And when I'm Googling things like Epic Games founders sad about Epic Games Store, I'm clearly not going to find anything. Well, well, look, I would say if anyone is an insider who wants to talk to me face-to-face, if you can get to Great Yarmouth, I will meet you in a car park. I'm currently unemployed she and would have very love little to that. do. I oh, would love it. I, I love car parks. I, I It's one of the great joys I found of uh, of driving is I love going up through the levels on car parks. I love driving around in them. <laughs> I love the view from the top. I'm a, I'm a car park fan. I'll tell you what, you want to go to, if you ever find yourself in South London, go to the shopping centre in Bexley Heath because the exit is a spiral. Well, the, ours is a spiral as well. You just sort of stick oh, okay. it in second and you just and go, just drift. Woo, woo, yeah. woo, it's so much fun. <laughs> and I'm good at hill starts as well, so I'm, I'm, I'm good going up them as well. <laughs> I'm an excellent driver. I found it. <laughs> I found it on VGR.com. Epic Games Store founder denies sending China, uh, data to the Chinese government. Which is mm. quite a thing to be accused of at all. Uh, yeah, and then, that'd be worrying. Yeah, that'd then keep the, up at night. the article <laughs> says the Epic Games Store allegedly leaked user data. In the post made by Reddit user Amnail, they accused the storefront of sending data to the Chinese government through Tencent, uh, which has been Epic Games' investor since 2013. Their t- terms of service states they have the right to monitor you and send the data to their parent company, which is Tencent. Uh, this sparked a lot of controversy among Epic Game Store users. However, Twin- Tim Sweeney, the Epic Game Store founder, has decided to step in and deny the allegations. Uh, quote, Epic does not share user data with Tencent or any other company. We don't share it, sell it, or broker access to it for advertising like so many other companies do. Um, the founder and controlling shareholder of Epic and would never allow this to happen. He then says lots of other words I'm not going to read. Which um, kind of begs the question... Why is it in there then? Is it in there? Um... Well, that, that's we go on. So it, the article then says, unfortunately, even while the founder denied the accusation, there is still a degree of skepticism among, among users. This isn't the first time this happens either. A few days ago, someone found out that the Epic Game Store violated several European data protection laws. I was going to say, is this another, you know, like Bethesda's, uh, you know, forcing you to allow third party ads? Um, you know, is this a violation of GDPR? Yeah. Uh, as such, users will have some difficulty trusting the words from of Tim Sweeney, and that's basically all it says. Then it starts trying to it bangs on about Fortnite for fuck's sake. 
Oh no, that's an entirely different article. I forgive them for that. Then, um, but yeah. So <laughs> I just I hate so websites that do that. Where whenever you click on an article, whenever you reach the bottom of it, it goes on directly to the next fucking article. Yeah, it's like, am I still I, reading I've been the same that thing? More and more, <laughs> it just annoys me. Um. So yeah, that's just something to be aware of, I suppose. That's mm. that's what I'd read. Um, I don't know. Well, it's a good one because I, I did notice another sort of freebie before Christmas there uh, was uh, they gave away on the Epic Store Subnautica, which is a, an underwater survival game. Right. I'd had my eye on it for a while, but I, I was hesitant to actually buy it. First off, because it's a survival game and I, you know I have a mixed history with those, but also because I, I have a fear of deep water. So <laughs> it seemed like a bad bad mix for me. Yeah, avoid that one. Yeah. Well, I got it. I have it. It's just not installed. <laughs> so that's all the gaming news. That sentence, Did, I don't know where it was going. But Your renderer sort of got a bit choked up there. Were you doing something else in the background? It, no, yeah, <laughs> that was it. That's the end of gaming news. Sorry, it was. I was doing an email check, I think, or just something unexpected. So, yeah. Now we have the uh, fabled what have we been playing part of the show. Uh, we might need another hour and a half because it's been Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who would like to go first? Um, um, I will because I've, I've only really been playing a game. Um, Hitman 2. <laughs> um, through everything else, it, a spanner in the works of all my other ideas that I was going to play something other than Hitman. Um, yeah, it's loads of fun. I love it. Um, so basically, it's it's the game I already liked with more stuff in it, which is good. Although I will say that, I mean, what was nice is because I have the Game of the Year edition, um, when you buy Hitman 2, you get those levels again sort of remixed yeah. for free. Oh, it was a pain in the ass to download on the bloody Xbox store. Uh. Um, cause, um, what it was, I was running out of space on my hard drive. So because I've done with Hitman series one, um, I deleted all that off my, my hard drive to make room for two. And then when I said, you went, essentially like, oh, had oh. to download Hitman one again. <laughs> no, uh, well, yeah, because when I put Hitman 2 in and said, you know, find out how to download the Legacy pack, which is what they call the Hitman 1 yeah. remix levels, it says, you have to have Hitman 1 installed. And I was like, fuck, I just uninstalled that. So I had to put oh. it all back on and then re-download it all again, the Legacy pack, and then right. delete the original one off. Oh, um, oh so... Right. I, so, okay, so when you said that, I thought I assumed that they were like, Whenever it said that you had to have Hitman One installed, you had to yes, that they were going to be using the data from that, you know, and that would be your legacy pack. You're saying you no. have to have Hitman One installed so you yes. can download the legacy pack and then yes. delete. Oh my! You don't God, have to delete is... Hitman One, but, yeah, but obviously to make room because gonna... that was seventy gigs on my machine. Because yeah. and then Hitman Two is another seventy. Yeah, because so I was like, I can't have three have of these fuckers that. on there. <laughs> You don't have to do that on Steam. It just sort of looks at your thing and says, oh, he has Hitman 1. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because on the Xbox, it had to be, oh, she's got Hitman 1, because there it is, literally. Okay, I can download the Legacy Pack. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was a pain in the dick. But, I mean, apart from that, <laughs> um, the actual game itself is loads of fun. I mean, essentially, I'm not going to pretend it's like anything other than Hitman 1 Plus. 
<laughs> but if you liked Hitman One, you would lo- you will also love Hitman Two. Now I will admit I haven't played all of it yet. I'm only because I'm a maniac and have to do all of it, and I have to yeah. sort of get to level twenty uh, before I move on to the next one. Um, I've only got to the second because there's sort of a like a because they have the training missions again, which is the prologue anyway, sort of thing. So like if you haven't played Hitman One, the 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 it's the same training missions. It's the ICA facility and all that stuff from the. Oh, it's right. that same thing again, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You can go straight on to um, the level called Hawks Bay, which is sort of like a mini version of the big levels that you get in one and later on in two. So it sort of just teach you the new mechanics, right. and because uh, it's basically the same game, but there's sort of new little tweaks that they've done, and the way the mini map works, and you know detection and things like that is slightly different. So just to teach you kind of how the how things work like the slightly different now they have so like they um, have like the you know a tutorial for how things work and then how things have changed yes exactly right. okay. um so yeah there's it only you only have to get to level five mastery in it and things like that so i kind of um sort of just did that and then i moved on so i've only done miami and santa fortuna which is the two first uh, the first two levels but um yeah they're they're, it's loads of fun oh yes um much <laughs> yeah it is but you own it so <laughs> uh, yeah i'll go i'll get on to this when yeah. it's my go <laughs> i will say that master difficulty is i mean because the only thing that i sort of felt is because i mean I, the criticism i saw is like you know the first of miami it's like you know it's basically um sapienza with a race in it that's uh, perfect <laughs> yeah i mean it's like an f1 race sort of endurance race that's happening while it's while you're there um so it's just ah, that's that. good that makes um, sense that's yeah. a nice yeah. little in universe thing endurance yeah. race okay yeah um santa fortuna which is set in colombia is just you know um oh, what's called the the nearest one it's kind of uh like uh bangkok uh but oh, with yeah. a compound full of armed oh, no, in it Bangkok, the, ho- the, hotel? the hotel, right? Yeah, okay. but into the to the point that there is it's accessible, but there are chunks of the map which are very heavily guarded. Right. It's like in Bangkok, the you know the top floor is very difficult to get into and things like yeah. that. It, there's three targets. There's always someone who can see through whatever disguise yeah, you've got on. There's a lot master. because yeah. The thing in the thing in Colombia is because you're taking on a uh, cartel, like a drugs cartel. Can um, you can you can you kill someone by burying them in a mountain of cocaine? No, I haven't seen that yet. Um, <laughs> damn it! Yeah, <laughs> they missed that one. Go, go full Scarface, but um, <laughs> yeah, there is basically a huge compound full of armed bastards, most of which can see through most disguises. So it's very difficult to move around. Um, I will say as well, if you're kind of used to the game's mechanics and like you're used to like following the opportunities, all that's still there, but the master difficulty is difficult. So if you kind of want more challenge, that I think the Hitman one was what? a little bit. What is it exactly? What what's harder? So so everything is harder. So um, <laughs> so basically, you know, there was there was basically professional. You yeah. had like the sort of the default difficulty in Hitman one, and then professional. So master difficulty is basically professional plus. Right. So there's way more cameras, way more guards way more enforcers which is what they apparently call is the people who can see through disguises um you know the they will recognize you far quicker um you know just everything is kind of turned up 
and um, the achieve because there's achievements for it now. It's normally I don't bother with kind of the hardest difficult seasons they make me cross, um, but there are achievements for it now. So I've kind of had to bite the bullet and and do one on master, and I was so stressed out. But I did manage to <laughs> did manage to do it on um, for for the first level. I don't even know how I'm going to do it for Santa Fortuna because it's like um, like the level of complexity because there's three targets. And trying to stay away from the cameras and the amount of forces that are going to be on the map is going to be tricky. But I think if I think the thing that was missing from the first Hitman was maybe that level of difficulty. Yeah. Like I think some people who some played a lot people, of Hitman games yeah. kind of wanted something much harder. I mean, that's why you know Suit Only Silent Assassin was was invented essentially because they wanted things to be much harder. So um, I think that that's now there for people who want to kind of are looking for more of a test so from what i played so far it's loads of fun if you like if you like the first one you will love this one so um yeah i'm really into it i'm really enjoying it and um the other thing is i think you guys can argue with me about whether this is a game or not um because me and chuck watched bandersnatch over christmas i haven't i'm i can't watch it i know that's probably standalone but i can't watch it until i've caught up on black mirror and i have standalone you don't need to i know i know but i can't <laughs> i know okay, i enough, absolutely right. know but i can't you can't yeah i mean it took me it took some persuasion for me to get chuck to skip a couple that we hadn't seen yet and Go through because basically Twitter was unusable because everyone is watching it, and I was like, "We've got to skip." Um, so I'm going to argue with you that it's a game as much as it is a film. I'd say so. Because okay. um, fan of games, so I'm not surprised that he. Well, because I played a, a, at the beginning of the year, I played a game called Late Shift, which was by the same guys who yes. made the Bunker. It's an S- it's an FMV mm-hmm. like choose your own adventure and like. Apart from kind of, you know, the settings, I mean, the mechanics of them were virtually identical. And like how it's laid out even was virtually identical to when I played Late Shift. Now, I will say Bandersnatch is a hell of a lot better than Late Shift and more complex. Um, uh, You know, more complex and more choices and um, much more like, you know, you. I I won't go into it because obviously you guys haven't seen it slash played it, but... Um, I will argue with people that it's a it's a game as much as it is a film, for me anyway. It is. Um, it's funny because uh, Charlie Brooker is a big games fan. And yeah, he's, he is. You know, he's talked a lot about it. He has gone so far as to sort of champion games as being superior in many ways to you know film and TV. So I'm surprised that it's taken him this long to do something like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that he hasn't you know been involved in a game beforehand. Uh, you know, that's a different you know set well, of skills but if they said that you know charlie here's a here's a video game written by charlie brooker i'd be on that shit i i honestly think we're only just reaching the point where the technology is there to to do yeah, it well um, yeah i was gonna say i mean because my experience of do of watching bandersnatch and like doing all the decisions in it was much smoother and easier to use than when i played late shift and this plays within Netflix, doesn't it? Yes, it does, yeah. Right, but you okay. have to have... I mean, because we normally just watch... Because we've got a telly that obviously runs... You can use Netflix with. But it wouldn't let us do it. We had to do it through yeah. one of our laptops. So um, I heard some complaints oh, a, about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, you can't just do it with your remote on the sofa. You, I mean, because we had to... Cause we've got HDMI cables, so we just plugged the laptop into that and then did it on the big screen through that. Um, 
so but yeah you need a something that it'll but it will tell you you know you need to put it on this device and it will it will show you if you can use this device with the with it anyway um so yeah mike i i either say if you do sort of want to get around to it it's definitely worth looking at and i will, you see I, will. If you, I definitely will see if you agree with me that if it, it's as much a game as it is a, a film it sounds like i'm gonna be sort of doing because uh, I, I have to do a, a sort of dystopian thing so i have to catch up on all black mirror i also need to watch get out um there's a whole bunch of stuff that i need to do I, I yeah i would just say this is a binge where you have to be careful about your mental health throughout yes but, well that is <laughs> yes. that is it's bizarre because it is equally true of black what i found of uh black mirror is the same thing that i used to find when watching um when charlie brooker used to do his uh you know uh 20 he hasn't done them in a couple of years now but when yeah, he did 2016 wipe and 2015 wipe, yeah. wipe they're an hour long it would take me days to get through them because i would watch 10 minutes and i would just be so fucking depressed yeah and i have to stop it and then you know it took me like literally four or five hours to watch a 60 minute program (laughs) but um i'll have an opportunity next week to do that so i will i will be caught up by the time we next speak right maybe don't go from black mirror to get out maybe get go out. via maybe. wayne's world or something okay. yeah watch, okay. watch some cartoons in the middle yeah. or something okay well maybe then. maybe some season two simpsons something like <laughs> yeah. that you know some good that's, real yeah, good stuff that's <laughs> roughly where i am anyway um well if if you're is that was that you then emma are you done yeah that was me okay. i'm done can, can yeah, i so, can uh, i interject with one that's not mine but is relevant before we really move on um, no okay Somebody in this house also got Hitman for Christmas. <gasps> Not me. Ooh. All right. Okay. Right. So is this I... on PlayStation? Yes. Right. Uh, my my most. Why you're wanting a PlayStation Pro? Pro. Well, no. Can, have... can I just warn you as well? But we're talking about mental health. I mean, one thing I found because I've been playing Hitman sort of so relentlessly for a couple of months is that <laughs> I mean because I I talked about with Alison actually is when we used to when. Oh, you're talking about Assassin's Creed is after you've been playing it for a long time what you'll do is sometimes you'll just be standing around in the street and you'll <laughs> idly look over at a building and mentally climb it yeah. right have you um, tried to I snap found... someone's neck no what i did do was when i was i was i went to a gig a, a few weeks ago and um i was early and uh it was cold so i went for a, a walk around the block just for just to something to do and um as i walked around the back there was the tour bus and which had no one near it and an open back door <laughs> and literally i in my mind said i'll get in there <laughs> i looked I, I physically did it i looked over my shoulder to see if anyone was coming i thought what the fuck am i doing i'm not breaking into this building I pick it. have you um, <laughs> do either of you watch lemmy show no have you ever seen lemmy show I've, I've seen bits of it, but he's a Scottish comedian, and it does that. It, it's the same thing uh, happened with me around him, and I had a different thing where I'd be if I was out in public, if I was like, you know, I had uh, you know ten minutes to kill, I'd be looking around in a crowd, and I'd look over at someone and go, "I could follow him." I didn't do it, <laughs> but you sort of think I, I could follow him. I could do it. I could do it. It was the thing. I like, I could get in this building. I could do it yeah. right now. And it was like, why? I bought a ticket to get in here. But there's a great. Um, there is a great. Let me show sketch about what. Have you ever just decided to follow someone? And it's it's fucking hilarious. But uh... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as well, I now notice all the CCTV cameras. Yes. <laughs> but it. I mean, it just. Well, it, you don't that, have that, to fucking the... stretch because they're everywhere. I know they're everywhere, but it's to the. You know, I'd just be sort of like I was waiting for Chuck. 
today. Like we, he uh, after work, I I met him out while we, we went out for tea, and um, I was just standing there waiting for him, and I was like, I just found myself looking at the you know, looking at the building and things like that. And I thought, what am I doing? I don't need to, I'm not breaking in anywhere. So yeah, it does, sketchy, it don't does you? I do. I felt so sketchy. As soon as but you as well, don't I... notice them, it's like, did they notice that I noticed them? I mean, because well, like, why else would someone be looking at, at a security camera? unless they the would, thing, it, it would be easy. I could yeah. do it right now. It'd be easy. I could get in here and no one would know. Right. And it's that thing of... <laughs> Um, so that's the only thing I would say because I know that Alison is liable to this brain infection from Assassin's Creed it's disturbing so so I'll just say be warned because she will want to be you know climbing up drain pipes she's going to snap my neck and put me in a box isn't she I mean if she ever does she's going to distract she's going to choke you out and nick your clothes I'm going to find myself sat there and suddenly there's a coin on the floor oh where did that come from and I'll wander over to get it and then there'll be another coin on the floor slightly further away and I'll move over there before I know what happens a a wrench will come out of nowhere and knock me out Yeah, don't drink any unattended drinks yeah yeah yeah, if you wake up in the middle of the night, if you you know you hear her saying "resquieta" and "pacha" when you go to yeah. bed, maybe you know sleep on the sofa. But I I got it because I knew she'd be better at it than me, and she, she's going to be unbelievably good at it. Yeah, she's seen me playing it on the on the Steam Link. I'm like, oh, that's, uh, my cat, I might enjoy that. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I bet you would. And so I got her the <laughs> PS4 version. Incidentally, I've had a whole Christmas of, my God, look at the frame rate drop. And, oh, is that only 30 frames a second? (laughs) 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 Yeah. Which has been nice. Uh, Is she angling for her own PC? (laughs) Not yet. No, no. And if, do you know what? The the weird thing with that is, if she got one, it would be forced upon her by me. You felt like building a new one. She wouldn't ask for one, but she Let's face it, Rich. If that ever happened, you would be getting a new PC and she would be getting she, your old yeah, one. Yeah, that was definitely what would happen. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so she, she is better at it than me. And I've I've sort of spurred her on by telling her that you, you like, 100%ed it, Emma. So that's... She's seen my Facebook picture of it and she liked it. So now yeah. she's going to be, like, mentally thinking I've got also 100%ed. So, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm thinking so. I actually don't think I can 100% Hitman 2 because there is a multiplayer achievement in it and I haven't got anyone to play with. So oh, you uh, will? Well, oh, that's right. You're on Xbox. Xbox, yeah. Grandma. Oh, Poo. Well, I've been... Uh, I've friggin I, uh, I, I've... I'm done. I haven't played uh, any Red Dead Redemption two in well since You're before free. Christmas. I know. Well, I've <laughs> I've been I've, oddly what I found was that I'm, I'm, I had to go through withdrawals, not from playing Red Dead two, but from uh, not hearing Dutch talk about his plan. Uh, <laughs> I just have to I just have to load up a supercut every day uh, of Dutch talking about how it's all part of the plan uh, just to get me through the day and stop the shakes. <laughs> but uh, the irritating thing is, I know that. The reason I'll be catch, I'll be able to catch up with like uh, Black Mirror and all that next week is that my my room is being uh, fucking torn apart. It's being renovated. They're chipping the walls back, uh, and it's going to take at least a week, which is why I won't be able to do next week's show. But um, that also means I won't have access to my computer or my TV or my my uh, even my PlayStation really. I'll be sleeping in the living room and everything. So I have been really hesitant to start any big games. Makes because sense. Because I know that there's going to be. Uh, so I've been, I have been. I was tempted last night. I caught myself. Uh, I decided to dip back into God of War. 
I decided to finish that off. And we were talking about, you know, what happens when you take like a month or two break from a game. Yeah. Um, it really is like unlocking a new difficulty setting. <laughs> 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 because I just, I was back in God of War and I was like, what do the buttons do? Well, that's a difficult game as well. Because you guys were saying about the controls being, you know, and they haven't been. Yeah a fair difficulty curve with it. So you yeah. kind of made a rod for your own back as well. Going back and especially the when you're in sort of the late game, which I am, I am yes. um, the late game, uh, when you're suddenly not only having to deal with your combos and all that, but you then so you have to deal with, okay, so this kind, this weapon does not work against these enemies. I have to use this weapon against, you know, that, you know, I have to relearn all of that again. But I've sort of, I, I stopped myself again because I realized, ah, I won't be able to do this. So I've been uh, dipping into little things here and there. I played the original Mega Man. Jump fire fire. The original Mega Man is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> they all are. I'm telling you. It's- well, no, here's the thing, because I, I, I spent like an hour on the original Mega Man. And then I, because I, I bought the, uh, the Legacy Collection. I, I, I think I bought both. Yeah, both volumes of the Legacy Collection. Um, which is basically all of the Mega Man games up to 10, I think, or is it nine, nine or 10. So I jumped into Mega Man two and it's so much better. It's so, I mean, you have literally the same mechanics, identical gaming mechanics. Um, but the level layout is much better. It's basically a lot fairer because what really started to piss me off with the first one is that say you know it's difficult enough as it is just making your way through it puts enemies in annoying places where you can't hit them because you can't fire up or down you you have to be on the same level as them and they are prone to doing dickish things which means that they are impossible to hit but what really what made me shut the game down and say well fuck you is that whenever you die and it sends you back to a checkpoint you will start in the path of an enemy I shit you not, it, it puts you in places where the enemy, you have about half a second before an enemy will shoot you. That's horrible. It, sort of, it, it wants you, it, it, it's not just that it's difficult, the game actively hates you. Mega Man 2 doesn't do that. Mega Man 2 recognizes that this is a game that you want to play and you want to have fun. <laughs> it's still, like, playing through it, it's mechanics, you know, it's still a NES game, and they haven't they they put in that rewind feature where you know you can hold the the left bumper to rewind time at any point, which is you know uh, in many ways it's a, it is a lifesaver. But uh, what what's odd is that like it's still a NES game. It still only has two buttons or three. They added in uh, they so A is jump and. If you're on, if you're using the Xbox pad, A is jump, X is fire, and Y is a sort of um, triple fire, a burst fire mode. But B does nothing. And as I was playing through, because when I when I played uh, Mega Man Two, I was actually able dun 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 to complete a fucking level. Whoa! I know. Uh, and whenever you beat a level and you beat a boss, you get their weapon. And I swear to God, I spent the next level or so trying to figure out, well, how the fuck, where is it? I assumed that it would go, you know, B would change your weapon. It doesn't. Instead, you have to hit the start menu and then select. 
uh, from a poorly laid out menu, uh, you have to select it and then on on pause. You know, I feel like they could have, you know, they could have probably hacked the ROM to make B your switch weapon button, but they didn't. So I will probably go back to that uh, at some point. I so I've I've got a few like little games. I got uh, Hidden Folks on uh, Steam, which is a little. It's like a little Where's Wally. Oh, I think game. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was cheap, and I wanted to try it out, so I, I uh, I've got that. I haven't played it yet, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to focus on smaller games, knowing what's ahead. But the big news is that because it was Christmas and my birthday, and because next week I won't have access to my computer or even my PlayStation 4, tomorrow I'm getting a Switch. That's amazing. I'm I'm getting one, and finally I decided to get one. So I'm going to head down to the local uh, uh, game supplier, if there are any left. I'm gonna pick up, pick one up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get. I, I figured I get like the. I'm, I'll get either the Mario bundle, and then get Breath of the Wild or the Breath of the Wild bundle and get Mario. Whichever one happens to be cheaper, they're probably gonna be, gonna be the same price. Yeah. But yeah, I'm biting the bullet on that one, and I'm getting one. Oh. And it's, I, I, it's fucking expensive. The, the, you know, the games are still fifty quid. Oh, well, Nintendo first-party games don't drop in price. They really don't. Ever. They really, Just, really don't. Anywhere. No. Be, be Even prepared for CX that. Even CEX st- are selling used Switch games at 50 quid. CEX are more expensive than getting the games new off Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, that was the odd thing I found on Amazon when I looked on there. They don't have the uh, Breath of the Wild bundles, which is odd. I didn't know there was a Breath of the Wild bundle at the moment. There was. There was, yeah. At one point, there was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I will be doing... Uh, but it, I looked at sort of games website and stuff, and it seems that they are much the same. Like you say, the thing holds its damn value, so it's much the same. I may as well go down tomorrow and pick one up than have to wait for delivery. Yeah. Um, what are they now? Oh, God, they have a lot of money. So <laughs> I might get... Yeah, they are a lot of money. Uh, so I might get one, and I might get uh, a pro controller as well. I don't know. Got three forty nine for the Mario Kart bundle on game. Really? God, that's more expensive than, than yeah. Amazon. Three nineteen for the Smash Brothers bundle, uh, which is arguably, I think, more of of a bundle because at least with the Smash Brothers bundle, there is some sort of customization that makes yeah. that switch unique to that bundle uh, whereas the mario kart bundle is just a switch with the download code i think yeah and but yeah. I'm, actually I'm that's look- a good point yeah i wonder if i should just get a i don't know i think with the even with the bundles you're only saving like a tanner oh yeah it's not- so i might ju- i might just get a switch and buy the two games separately so that I can have the fucking boxes. Oh, they've got the they've got it here with Zelda for, with Breath of the Wild for three hundred and nine. Yeah, that's the one. See, because was... it's with game. What they do is they've got the games, they've got the Switch, and they just go, "All right, these two together today." Yeah. Whatever. So, so hopefully, if if they're doing that, you know, that might be what I go for. But I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely getting one. So I will be joining you, Rich. Awesome. 
because I was tempted before when it was after when it was Christmas. I was like, okay, I'm I'm really tempted to do this now, but like the you know the amount of money sort of made me a little squirrely. And uh, what else was there? They, they, yeah, it's not like they're super cheap. I mean, no. they're a lot of it. I don't, I don't think. I certainly don't think they're unreasonably priced. Uh, no, and a lot of it is, is to do with the fact that this is year two of this console's lifespan. So, of course, they're sort of more. You can expect them to be more expensive than a, a PS4 Slim that are just sort of there to milk the end of mm. people who haven't bought a PlayStation by now. Because what what the fuck are you waiting for at this point? Uh, but yeah, I think you're going to love it. It's when you realize it's not been out of your hand for four days. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to hit me, yeah. You know, that, but, that yeah. it's that level of, oh, I think I'm getting my money's worth out of this. The other thing that I know that I'm going to do to mine is I'm going to start, when I get it, I'm going to start looking into the, uh, I'll need to put it, put it in, a, in a translucent purple case. They come apart remarkably easily. Yep, yep they do. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The I, only the other thing that was worrying me that made me hesitate was I'm just thinking <clears> if <throat> if I get this now and they update it within the next six to eight months, I'll be pissed. Yeah. But then I looked at it and thought, okay, the the likeliest kinds of updates aren't really things that are going to be game changers. Not for this machine. Not for this machine, so... If, if nothing else, they're not going to wipe out the game library that already no. exists. So that's... Absolutely not, no. You know, that's the thing. And and besides a couple of bits a few months ago, there's not really anything pointing to the fact the idea of us getting an updated Switch anytime no. soon. No, so, so that is, yeah, so tomorrow I will be, uh, I'll be getting that. Um, yeah. The only other thing I've been doing is I uh, I also I I got and read uh, the game console, the book by oh, yeah, Evan Amos. Yeah, yeah, thoroughly recommend it. I've read it front to back, mainly on the toilet. Uh, that's what it's, the toilet's it, for. That's what the toilet's for. It's, Literature. It's, it is a lovely. <laughs> it's a really lovely book. Um, beautiful photographs and each sort of you know, each entry is uh, a little you know two paragraphs about the console. Then there's a, a few side notes about, you know, any like special add-ons or different versions of the system, but there's some uh, great little entries in them. It's, you know, really well put together. There's only one thing about it that annoys me. And that, uh, the game, the book is laid out, uh, in the sort of the chapters, it splits it by generation. So there's the introduction, and then each section is just, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way up to uh, eighth. But what irritates me is within those generations, I cannot figure out how he chose the order of the systems because it's not chronological and it's not alphabetical. It's just they're all there. So I'll give you an idea here. So the second generation... uh, Fairchild Channel F, 1976, Atari 2677. Uh, then it goes through pretty uh, logically, you know, uh, Intellivision 80, Commodore 64 82, Vectrex 82, ColecoVision 82, Atari 5200 82, and then the RCA Studio 2, 1977. Yeah, why would you do that? There's no. There's no, and I can't, and it's not split up by like console versus handheld. 
and you know it, it it really is all over the place it's the one thing that's annoying me and what particularly gets me about it is this is clearly a guy who's into sort of collections and laying stuff out he has an eye for aesthetics so i'm sure there's a system at play here somewhere <laughs> i just can't figure out what it is yeah i think i might need to reach out to him that's a bit weird, isn't it? I need to ask him on Twitter, you know, is there any rhyme to this or am I like, am I, is this like the Bible code where I'm trying to read into fucking abstract concepts that aren't there? But otherwise it is a beautiful book. And, um, like I say, it goes up to, it goes up to the, the eighth generation. It even mentions things like the, the steam link and, uh, the Ouya and stuff like that. They wow. all get a mention. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, Oddly, what's what's kind of odd is it has the Xbox One and the Xbox One S. Doesn't have the Xbox One X, and yet it also has the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Four Slim. Oh, sorry, no Pro. Yeah, so it doesn't make any mention of the PlayStation Four Slim, or the PlayStation or or the Xbox One X. That's very odd. Just a little oddity, but you know you sort of forgive it because it was probably something to do with the you know. But the, just, again, it's all about the photos and the level of love and attention that's been paid to some of these old systems, you know, refurbishing them, cleaning them up, making them look like they did when they were new, inside and out, is kind of amazing. And again, there's loads of little things that you probably won't have heard of in there, uh, which, you know, sort of tickled me. I'm definitely going to reread it again, because it's, it's just a fun little book to open up and, you know, see what page you open up on and read a little about cool yeah so that's pretty much all i've done i've I've been trying to contain myself gaming wise but uh i'll have plenty to do starting tomorrow well then i did the opposite i uh (laughs) you didn't contain shit i didn't contain anything i have waded right in and done something rather stupid so i thought i'd start some games get (laughs) you know maybe get a couple on the go so, I'm, pl- I'm currently playing three games. Three little games, barely with any content at all. Nothing much to them. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Diablo 3. Uh, oh, how is... I mean, those are three very different games. They really are, yeah. aren't they? Um, <laughs> I've been having a very good time with each of them. Um, so... Have you been hearing all about Dutch's plans? Little bits. Little Dutch bits. has plans. <laughs> He's been taking a little back seat to killing demons in dungeons for, for a day or two. But, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. So Smash Brothers Ultimate is, is fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't sure how you'd react to it. it w- it's unbelievably good. Uh, just There's so much, and I keep finding more. And you just keep unlocking stuff, and there's, you you just sort of realize, God, this is why that guy in the videos looked like he wanted to die. (laughs) This is what he's doing, and it's all on this cartridge, and it's incredible. And there is just so much stuff. I have, it's so rare that you get to play a game that clearly so much has been piled into, and, and with so much love and attention. That's what's been worrying me about jumping into Breath of the Wild. Why? Why is that? Because uh, it's just there's so much in it, there, 
it will ruin other games for you. Okay. I, I, can, yeah, well, I can cope with that. <laughs> yeah, it, it will ruin other games. Uh, but so would, so will Smash Brothers. You know, when you, you compare that, it might be the best fighting game I've ever played. <laughs> I, th- I think it is. I think it is. It's just that good. Um, all of the characters in it are fantastic. It looks beautiful. There's so many times when just a new character will pop up out of the blue and you're like, hey, it's you. And then he smashes you <laughs> the fuck in. And uh, it's just wonderful. It is clearly designed around the idea that you're going to play it with a GameCube controller, which oh, is yeah. bizarre. Uh, the way the buttons are laid out, if you play with the Joy-Cons, feels odd. But the second you start playing on a GameCube controller, it all makes perfect sense and works perfectly. Uh, so if you if anyone's going to have a go at it, I definitely recommend a GameCube controller. You see, you, you say this about the Joy-Cons, about how it feels odd and how the button play, layout is odd. And I haven't used the Joy-Con. Uh, tomorrow will be my first experience. But just looking at them, mm. they look... You remember earlier on when we were talking about minimum viable product? They look like they're sort of designed to do the job and just about manage that. Like... It, if we were told that, you know, I wouldn't, you know, we'd be surprised if we got a, a Switch, a new Switch version this year. But if Nintendo said, okay, we're going to be putting out redesigned Joy-Cons, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at that. You don't have to use them long to realize their limitations and what Nintendo have been confined by in their design. That they yeah. kind of had to be the height of the tablet bit. Yes, exactly. And, and that kind of stuff. You know, I'm sure they would have loved to have made them a little bit bigger, at least. I could live with them being bigger. Um, but there's nothing especially bad about them. You you have The thing with them that you have to remember is while they appear like basic bits of nothing on the outside, the amount of technology that is oh, crammed yeah, yeah. into them is breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, the rumble is unlike any other rumble. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, they've got RFID readers in them. They've got an infrared camera in there. There's, they're not full of air. No, no. Uh, I've seen one being taken apart. Uh, yeah, and I can. Yeah, they're definitely not full of air, which is why they look so good yeah. when you have a transparent case on them. Absolutely. I think there's three levels of circuit board in there. I've taken one of mine yeah. apart at one point, yeah. and and you, you open it and you go, shit, and you put it back together again. <laughs> maybe that you problem need, maybe i can't you, fix that problem with it mate yeah we'll you just, need you and i fix a toolkit yeah and a, a lot of bravery uh but yeah the gamecube controller is what you need for smash brothers i am playing it with i got one of those 8-bit do wireless adapters for gamecube controllers it's amazing Ooh. so you just it's this little blue dongle thing that takes two double a's and on one end of it is a GameCube controller port. On the other end of it is that weird Nintendo unique port that they use. Thing. Yeah. Uh, and it just wirelessly connects to your Switch and shows up as a Switch controller. And it's it has buttons on it that make up for the buttons that your GameCube controller doesn't have. So it's got like the Switch home button and that sort of thing. It's PC compatible, but I haven't tried it yet. And it does work with the SNES and NES Classic Mini yeah. controllers because I've tested those. And so, yeah, I can use the controllers that came with my NES Classic Mini to play uh, the NES online offering oh, on yeah. the Switch. So that was, and they're like, it, yeah, it was like seventeen well, ninety nine. So well worth it. 
Mm. Well worth it. So that's Smash. Diablo 3, it's my first ever Diablo game. And I've got it just because it came on the Switch and people lost their shit about it. <laughs> it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. It doesn't work well on the Switch screen. It's the first game I've played that is too small to play mm. on the handheld. It needs to be played on the TV. Too much going on, sort of too not much, enough detail. Too much going on, too much crammed onto the screen, yeah. text that's too small. Uh, it it doesn't scale down well. I, I think they've arguably not done a good job of uh, putting it on the smaller screen. Mm. And compensating. Then, yeah. and, and oddly enough, it's the first Switch game I've ever played that asked me to set the boundaries of the display on the handheld. Right. Like, don't you yeah. know how big this is? Because it's always going to be the same. Yeah. Like, maybe if this was the TV, then okay, but it's definitely not. So why are you asking me to do this? Uh, so that has felt odd. But as a game, I'm very much enjoying it. <laughs> uh, Red Dead 2. Let's see. I've robbed the train. Right. Okay, the first big train robbery. Which is about three hours in, to be fair. Yep. (laughs) I'm finding it very slow. Yes, it is. Like, not in a story sense, in a just-making-things-happen sense. Like, here's a cupboard full of things. Press the pick-up item button six times, please. And watch the animation of him pick up the thing six times. Not a collect all button there, like you would hope. And it's full of stuff like that. That is a very common and completely fair criticism of the game. Yeah. And so while I accept that it is fucking beautiful, and Mm. again, talk about a game that some heart and soul has been poured into, it's like watching a fucking epic movie and getting to play it and robbing the train was great fun and all of that. But it's doing me head in a little bit. Did you let them go or did you kill them? I let them go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's difficult to talk about anything in the plot without giving anything yeah. away. Isn't yeah. It? So I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with the plot so far. It's nice. And like I say, it looks great. It's, it's nice to play, but it is, slow and methodical and i i get what all those people who were complaining about this is too real yeah were saying it's all right if i don't see him pick up the can six times that's that's not a deal breaker um so yeah that element of it and just sort of moving up to things and getting in the right position and that sort of stuff it feels sticky it's it sort of reminds me of like you know like the old Hollywood epics that used to like go on for like four hours. Yes. And they used to put them on BBC two at like tea time. Oh no, like at two o'clock and they'd still be on at six when you had your tea and that sort of thing. They just go on and on and on. It just sort of, it sort of feels a bit like that to me, I suppose, just looking at it from the outside in. I watched a review, uh, a sort of uh, a comparison thing. We were talking about uh, the original oceans 11 mm. and they had, you know, they had the thing that like when someone makes a phone call, the camera, the fucking, the shot stays on them while they pick up the phone, dial the operator, tell the operator where they want to be put through to, wait more to be put through, and then have the the full fucking conversation. And there isn't a goddamn cut anywhere. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like we, we okay, we don't need we don't. It's cool that you did that, I guess, but you don't really. 
I'd I'd rather be doing the next thing. Yeah, mm. that that's basically it. <clears throat> um, so I do like it. I am enjoying it. I don't wish to knock it. I have already definitely made peace with the fact that God of War was game of the year and not Red Dead Two. Mm. Um, and I, although I was okay with that before I played Red Dead Two, and then again, both of them are very lucky that Smash came out when it did. <laughs> mm. And if you've got a game coming out in the next 12 months that you have any hope of winning any awards in the face of Smash Ultimate, I wish you well, really, because it's a breathtaking masterpiece of awesomeness that I cannot say enough good things about, really. Kind of want to play it now, but I'm shit at it. (laughs) I'm shit at it. That was, ah, it's so frustrating because I I used to not be shit at it. And then I didn't play it for 20 years. And it turns out (laughs) I'm now shit at it. No, but you have to be shit at it to become good at it. No one's hatched out of an egg instantly good at these things. You have to practice. Uh, You have to be at peace with. I've hatched out of the egg and already become KFC. It's too late. I, (laughs) you know, it's. It's too late for me. I'm. D- I played hey, one online game. Do you think that's what game. KFC are working on? Is <laughs> they're trying yeah, to you get just it crack so an egg and it's already breaded? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I did one DHL online has game. Let them down too many times. <laughs> I. I thought I'd got back up to a decent level. I was feeling all right with how I was playing one online game. Just got like, why are you on here, old man? Just don't bother and i didn't bother anymore and no one said that to me as such you know it's the switch there's no voice chat yeah i was gonna so, say the, the account. Yeah, it's it's you can it, feel the contempt yeah i can feel the contempt and certainly the degree to which i was destroyed in the game certainly showed that so uh, i'm don't know if i'll be brave enough to venture back onto the online i might i might be needing some splatoon 2 for some online <laughs> comfort because I'm, I'm well this is the thing now that. i'm staring down the barrel of i have you know what is it, a year and a half of Switch releases to pick out from? Yeah. So I've decided to go for the big two first, but there are a lot of other little gems in there. I mean, the best ones are the exclusives. Obviously, yeah. everything else you've had a chance to sort of play somewhere else can probably get cheaper on PC. Yeah, I won't be buying multi, you know, multi, multi-platform uh, releases on the Switch. Well, well, mind you, I think that it's becoming more prolific because I finally saw the thing that I'd been saying I hadn't yet seen, which is people playing it on public transport. Like oh. I was on the tube the other day. There was someone playing a Switch. There, I was on the, the train from Norwich to London. There was someone playing the Switch. So, um, yeah, I think it's seeping in more and more now. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, you, you Zelda, Mario, Mario Kart, Splatoon hmm. 2, Smash. Because honestly, they're the sort of if you've got a switch, they're for those games, sort of thing. You know, yeah. If you want, if you don't want to play those, you could have got anything else. To be fair, anyone who buys a switch to play Wolfenstein, exactly, something wrong. Yeah, I don't know who's doing that. Yeah, it's nice that it's there, um, but at the same time. Yeah. Um, no one's playing, bought this thing and thinking, oh, can't wait to play Doom Eternal on this thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's for, it's for your Mario Karts. It's for Xenoblade Chronicles. And God, yeah. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Let's go Pokemon bollocks. I'm going to have to start a wish list. <laughs> uh, but then you start with, 
I know it's only three pounds on the Ooh, PC. Oh, you can play Skyrim I, on it. Yeah. Wow. I haven't been able to find anywhere to play that. <laughs> yeah. Just just everywhere. Um, mm. But yeah, it's when you start looking at a game and you think, well, it's it's three ninety nine on PC and it's thirty nine ninety nine on the Switch, but then I could play it on the toilet. <laughs> and and how much is that thirty six pounds really worth when that's what it's buying? And then you start, you it gets tricky. Because <laughs> honestly, I have made that decision over various things. Diablo 3, I just paid thirty nine ninety nine for it so I could buy it on the Switch. It was £8 on cdkeys.com the other day. Yeah. And yeah, I saw that and was like, no, I have made my choice. Portable. Um, this is this is really weird because the uh, yeah Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey uh, you know they maintain they're like forty forty eight to fifty quid, whereas uh, like let's go the Pokemon games are thirty five to forty and you know Mario Kart's forty it's yeah it's they about do the... seem to have picked a you know a price point for these things oh yeah and they're holding to them absolutely because you're going to buy Mario and that's all there is to it. Yeah, and they I can't they know doing that it, they're doing it wrong. Why, why, if you want to buy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you can pay fifty quid for the boxed cartridge to be posted to you, or fifty five for the download code. Yeah, it's why? all, it's all bollocks. Wow. Well, so you've got to get good because I saw that someone um, the other day uh, picked up all the moons in. The latest Mario game without taking a hit, so um, get Holy good nerds. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus, that's not right. No. <laughs> Both from a, an ability point of view and a time saving point of view. Mm. Oh, and a time spent getting that good in the first place point of view. Yeah. That's that's disturbing. God, I'm so excited for you getting a Switch tomorrow. You're going to have uh, such a good time. Well, I will be whatever the process is for befriending you. Uh, we'll, we'll go through it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we still I don't have know. game codes. <laughs> see, here's the thing. though: I won't have a multiplayer game for a while, so you'll just be able to see that I'm doing stuff in Mario. Or I don't even know. Does it tell you what I'm doing in game or Nintendo sort of... Very little. That- very yeah they're afraid it might just be like on xbox where it just says you know such and such is playing this well this is the weird thing on uh people spotted that uh, again the level of detail that red dead 2 went into uh whenever you viewed you know if someone was playing it on your friends list it would tell you you know uh rich is uh inspecting the camp you know it would tell you what they were doing in the game I kind of like that, actually. It's kind of, yeah, it's one. It's just one of those little things that makes you go. Hmm. Oh, I hope they're doing a hitman. Emma is drowning someone in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I'd want to go. That or you know, <laughs> that or collapsing underneath a mountain of cocaine. If you could do both, that would be great. Maybe you can. Yeah, I like to think so. I'm just scrolling through Switch games so I can tell you which ones to get. But you I must know. get a screen protector. Oh, absolutely! Get a screen protector. Yeah. Make, make that a buy. Buy Priority. it with it. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I can't. I think mine's an Osley one. No, yeah, they're all you know much the same. No, actually, really? yeah. I know some um, are more plasticky and some are actual. You know, yeah. Glass. Mine's a thin sheet of glass, yeah. and it's it's they're much better than the the plasticky ones. 
I would I would get an actual glass one because one of those uh, it's a mark of pride with me that I have in the many years of owning a phone I have never cracked a screen, but uh, I came perilously close the other week. But uh, luckily, I thought I'd cracked it, but the the screen protector took the brunt. I once cracked a screen protector, didn't realize that, and thought I'd cracked the phone and put up That's what with happened. it for about six months. <laughs> you see, I I was. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, you see, for you that's for for you that was six months. For me, that was maybe fifteen minutes. <laughs> so that's the levels we're working on. Yeah, I I was actually taking it apart with the idea of maybe trying to fix it, and it was when I first peeled off the I peeled off the screen protector, expecting the the bits of the screen to come with it, and it was like, <laughs> no, I'm a perfect phone under here. What's your problem, Rich? Like, what? <laughs> just no, you just cracked the screen protector. It's why you bought it. Remember, you should just put a new one of those on. Like, Fuck, I've not I've not been using <laughs> you for six months because I thought you were destroyed and you're better than new. Fine. Great, okay, great, yeah. That was my well last Android phone, which was an mm. HTC something. An HTC they do things. Uh, yeah. Disappointment, I think. <laughs> that is a new HTC disappointment. I think that's just what they're calling them now. Um, yeah. I haven't been paying attention. I might go back to Android. I want a cheaper phone. Mm. Oh, I didn't say that out loud. I didn't. You did. I didn't. You just did. I didn't. I'm not going I'm back just, to mean, Windows and we, Android. This is ridiculous. We know that you're not going to edit this, so <laughs> I know, right? It's out there now. Yep. So that's the end of our show for this week on that catastrophic news and weird thing. Um, if you want to hear the ad-free version of this show, it's now on Patreon. We have a podcast feed on Patreon. She's or write or, us an essay about why <laughs> ads are bad for the podcasting industry. Actually, and, uh, send, it to, send it. What's the email address? I, gaming news at simply syndicated dot com. I kind of would accept that. Actually, I'll, I'll send you an ad free MP three for an essay. Please don't, though. Please don't. I don't really want that. But yeah, patreon.com slash simply syndicated. I don't even know how much it costs to say at this point because I've not set it up yet. <laughs> but by the time I've posted this episode, I will have. I'm thinking maybe around the $5 mark, four, five dollars. I don't know. Not millions of pounds. Although that would be a better idea because I'd only need one customer then for one exactly. month. And then <laughs> I'm out of it. That's how those fucking apps that are, you know, the millionaire app, that's how they got it because they just, it yeah. was an app that took fuck all to develop and they just needed one dickhead that's it i just need one rich dickhead with nothing to do who's a bit shit face perhaps yeah. and then i'm out of here like can you podcast from beach in south america probably not don't care <laughs> so yeah patreon.com slash simply syndicated thank you for your continued support of the network we do it for you <laughs> and for ourselves as well so everybody wins really uh, check out our other shows on simplysyndicated.com. There'll be a new movie quiz out soon as well and stuff. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more gaming news and no mic. So yep. uh, until then, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>